You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I am your host and moderator, Joe Morical. With me, as always, the Porthos and Aramis to my Athos, Sean Keller. The, 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 the what-thos? <laughs> and Mike Pareto. The canes, yasu. Jesus, Mike, that's offensive. Well, he's, he, I mean, it's Greek. <laughs> my God, he can't just call people that. Porthos, Aramis, and Athos are the three musketeers. Oh. Uh, w- uh, yeah, I totally I, knew that. I thought, it, <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was like Kiefer. Not a fan of Dumas, uh, Mike? I remember Aramis now. <laughs> uh, the others, uh, uh, I'm not going to lie, I've never read it. <laughs> Fair enough. This is a little nonsense. Less than 1% of the world's water is clean, safe, and available to us for drinking. Wasting water in developed countries, where it seems to magically come out of the tap, is wasting a vital, precious resource that 663 million people don't even have clean or safe access to, you bastard. (laughs) Even the most modern, high-efficiency toilets use approximately 9,000 gallons of fresh water per year. That's why here at Ultra Green Solutions, the premier green technology think tank, we're encouraging a global return to the use of chamber pots. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) It's really the only way to save this fucking planet. Chamber means bedroom, and pot means bucket. You'll be doing your part for humanity every time you squat in the corner of your bedroom and just shit into a bucket. When the chamber pot's full, just pour your piss and shit out of the window, onto your lawn, or into the street. If you already have a bucket, you can just piss and shit into that. It'll work. Maybe a large kitchen bowl could be kept in the corner of the room where you sleep and make love to your significant other to collect all of the piss and shit you and your aforementioned significant other make throughout the day. Pissing shit in a bucket already. <laughs> Bye. There's nothing. F- there, well, there there are a few things. A few things funnier than a grown man uh, yelling at someone using children's put downs. You know, <laughs> you big You're stupid th- idiot. idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ben Stiller's made a career out of that. Dummy. Will Ferrell too. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, there's just something about a grown man dressing you down like he's uh, prepubescent. Uh, lanolin, lanolin. <laughs> well, that's like, that's like yeah. sheep's wool. Lanolin, lanolin. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, those professional comedians sure are funny. Hi, Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. Hi, Mike. Hi, Sean. We already ended the podcast before you got on the call. Oh, that's great. <laughs> We decided at the time I I wasn't recording, even though there were some funny things happening. Yeah, so uh, only my audio will make it because Mike didn't hit record before he. Well, I'm in the the habit of not recording until we're all here to participate. Well, that's Uh, silly. Yeah, tell him why he's wrong, Joe. Well, I used audio of just Sean and I in the last episode. Well, I wouldn't know that because this show sucks and I don't listen to it. <laughs> Mike has never listened to a single This show doesn't make my episode. list of podcasts. No, one, of the, one of the funniest things was Sean and I just riffing while you went to the bathroom. Uh, I took out the part where you said you were going to the bathroom, so it just sh- sounds like Sean and I are speaking briefly, but that whole that whole thing Sean about uh long gray and the stripper <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah oh, that was yeah. while Mike was in the bathroom I was wondering in the show notes what the fuck that was about because <laughs> I had no memory of that I wasn't sure if I had just blacked it out no, or you weren't there that, that makes more sense 
Yeah. Well, sure does. And in the uh, in episode thirty seven, which I've been editing, there's uh, there was some really funny stuff about using. Uh, we we went into the conversation anyway after everyone got there, but we were talking about using. Uh, you know, weird words like doctors using the word dick and balls and cock. Yeah. And there was some really yeah. funny stuff prior to Mike hitting record that we that we could have used. All right, from now on, goddammit, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start recording like an hour before I even get a call. Yeah, Can the, you just the rule was supposed to be hit record, then enter the Skype call. You're just gonna hear me uh bend the rule. Well I, I assumed that that meant okay, we're all on the call. No. All right. Can you just be perpetually recording? Yeah, you guys are going to hear some weird shit. Okay. That's all right. Mostly me raging at video games. I would, <laughs> would we really hear weird shit, though, or would we just hear regular earth noises, you know? <laughs> like, I, I, think, I, I doubt we'd I actually hear most weird of, shit. <laughs> most of the noises would be normal noises that... Uh, normal earth human noises, probably. That could be replicated by any other person. Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I think, if, I think if all people. of us were recording all the time, I would produce the strangest noises. <laughs> you mean because of your sleep apnea? Uh, that's part of it. And the ma- your and horrible the, sleep apnea. The, the masturbating, but I also, the guttural I also masturbating. Just, uh, oh, it's very guttural. It's <laughs> very loud <laughs> masturbator. <laughs> lot, lot of, a lot of growling and biting myself. Plus, I listen to bear porn at full volume. <laughs> listen, you mean produce? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't watch it. I just listen. I make to it. it. I'm kind of. I'm kind of like a furry. Only I fuck real bears. <laughs> it's extremely I dangerous. Tried the, I tried the fake bear thing, and that. <laughs> That, real quick. That's it's actually just one of to... the most hardcore things you could possibly do. Like, <laughs> this guy fucks bears. <laughs> you don't want to mess with Jerry. He you mean, fucks what, bears. You mean he hunt, he, like he's a bear hunter? No, no, no. He, he, he dominates bears sexually. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like you mean like gay bears? Like uh, no, no, all manner of bear. <laughs> Like bear, like you know, like a gay Grizzly, dude who's polar. a bear. Oh, real bears. <laughs> yeah, all right, this episode is called Jerry the Bear Fucker. <laughs> we can't Why is call it Jerry? It of iTunes. Yeah, I think it would be Joe the Bear Fucker. Joe the Bear. I'm sorry, I created a fictional person to protect Joe's uh, privacy. <laughs> Joe I think you created no- a fictional person just because you don't think I'm quite that badass. <laughs> Joe, I know, I, I know yeah. you can fuck a bear, man. <laughs> I don't know if bear, if Joe could fuck a bear. I, Come on, Joe could fuck a bear. I, maybe Joe, uh, it means a lot to me that you believe I could fuck a bear. I, I think, Thank you. I think if it was heavily tranquilized, you could definitely fuck a bear. <laughs> maybe well, I a just black assu- bear. I just assume we're both on tranquilizers. <laughs> Let's hope you're on some sort of mind-altering substance. <laughs> I mean, uh, unless he unless he enjoys it. I'm, I'm well, trying to save. If I don't save... enjoy it, why am I doing it? <laughs> well, the mind-altering right. substance Sean was talking oh, yeah. about. Yeah. Oh man, bear. Fucking. What kind of what kind of bear would you fuck if you had to fuck a bear? <laughs> <laughs> Gun to your head. <laughs> Sloth bear, hands down. <laughs> Sexiest bear, easily. <laughs> well, you know, koalas are right out. First of all, not a real bear. And mm. uh, second, they all have chlamydia. Do they really? <laughs> Every one of is them. That, is, is that true? That's, that that's, probably, <laughs> that's probably true. No, practically all koalas have chlamydia. Definitely don't want that. No. You know? I mean, I mean, apart although, from the if you're, horrible memory of fucking a bear, I also don't want to <laughs> have chlamydia. Say, although, if you're already to the point in your life when you're fucking a koala bear, <laughs> is chlamydia going to make things that much worse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like, God damn it. <clears throat> I'm a horrible person who fucks bears, and now I have <laughs> chlamydia. You, you, thought, you, you thought rock bottom was the whole sex with bears thing. <laughs> 
But then you get an STD from the bear. I never would have guessed I could have caught chlamydia from that bear. <laughs> and then the bear breaks up with you. you guys, I, I have terrible news. I... I have ursine AIDS. <laughs> Didn't even know humans could get that. It's uh, <laughs> less curable than normal AIDS. <laughs> and uh, chlamydia. Bear, oh bear chlamydia. Oh, I, wish, I wish that we could where ring the, a bell where, on that. Thing. Yeah, where, where, where the fuck is the bell? <laughs> oh. So, Sean, how did that... Uh, Roast go. We we didn't talk about this last week because it was before the roast, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. How'd it go? How'd the, the Disney the, Plus roast go? The roast was great. It was it was so much fun, and uh, yeah, everyone absolutely loved it. It was it was very it was a lot of fun. It was easily the most fun that I've ever had doing a roast um, because really? I was wow. not. I, I I normally I get very nervous because you know these shows. It's not like you can go and workshop this material beforehand you pretty much go up in front of a full house and you know either eat shit for eight minutes or kill or anywhere in between so uh usually i'm pretty nervous but i knew that i could do uh i was playing jeff goldblum i knew i had the voice down i knew that i had some material that was extremely silly and absurd and goofy which i feel like was perfect and then so like you would feel good about it even if people didn't necessarily get it yeah, it was just it was for just right. sure. Yeah, yeah, it was just fun to do. And then I put on the the yeah. costume, and my wife uh, did my like hair and makeup, and I got my hair you know looking uh, salt and pepper, and and got everything the the glasses on perfect. And I look in the mirror, and I look pretty much just like the guy. And I was like, this is gonna go great. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, that looked uh, that looked pretty good. I think that's gonna have to be the picture for the, for the post. <laughs> Yeah, I got. I, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I've seen that picture, and you looked as much like Jeff Goldblum as you could without also being Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, I will, I will say that being a redhead with lots of hair makes it difficult for you to change that part of you. <laughs> just generally. Well, and so it worked. It worked really well. It worked surprisingly well, considering. Yeah, no, uh, for, have you considered waxing your entire head? <laughs> I, I, many times, many times. Yeah. Now, two things that I have in my favor. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, I, two things I sort of realized about myself. Uh, one is that although I'm a ginger, I don't have like super duper pale skin. So if I need to go brunette or something for a show... Uh, it's not like it's immediately apparent. Like I don't have that Conan O'Brien like translucent sure. Tilda Swinton skin, so that helps. Uh, and then I think that's the you know, half. If, if anything, your skin is almost the same color as your hair. Sometimes, <laughs> sure, it can be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if I've you walked up a, a tall flight of stairs or something. Um, but no, the other thing is that uh, my eyes, my eyes really sold. I have the same eyes as Jeff Goldblum in that they're both like sli- they're they're slightly bulgy but also sunken in at the same time and just like weird looking. I just have weird looking gold bloomy and eyes. <laughs> I do. His eyes are weird and my eyes are also weird. And that like, that was really what sold the look when I bulged my eyes slightly. Uh, yeah, that, that created the, the gold bloom effect. Good old gold Neat. bloom effect. So I learned some things about myself and it was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I had, I had a bunch of people uh, who just got a, a big kick out of it. And uh, really enjoyed the Gold Bloom. It almost made me want to consider just putting out flyers that that I'll attend birthday parties and corporate events as Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> as a diminutive, <laughs> slightly overweight Jeff Goldblum. Well, if you uh, the people's Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if that gained any steam, I I think Jeff and, and Jeff Goldblum became aware of it. I think he's the kind of guy who would be like, I want to meet this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe that could make one of my dreams come true from from one of our very first podcasts. Which celebrity do you think you'd you'd be good friends with? I believe I said Mr. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I don't know if that is actually true. Um, (laughs) No, we don't have very much. He's he's an interesting person, but he he he's weird. He's uh, (laughs) he is pretty weird. Yeah, he's out there for sure. But don't shit on Sean's dreams, Mike. Yeah, seriously. Don't be a dick. That's what Sean and I do on the show. <laughs> yeah, it's our job. That's right. Yeah. What, what did you guys do this weekend? Anything? Anything eventful? 
I went to a, uh, a children's birthday party. Uh, Someone you a know? Chi- a child's birthday party. <laughs> I guess it's weird to say a children's birthday party, but... Yeah, it is weird sounding. Yeah, it's uh, my godson. Aw. Yeah. And, I wasn't uh, aware you had one of those. I do, yeah. I, I do. What's his name and, and birthday and all of his personal details? Put him, put him on the podcast. Yeah, dox him. <laughs> dox him right now. <laughs> Uh, what I'm going to do is make it up right now. Uh, his <laughs> name is Zargon, and strong name. His birthday was actually uh, 432 CE. Uh, this all right, is, you've lost a thread. <laughs> this isn't actually turning out to be funny at all. <laughs> no, sorry. That's what's funny about it. Well, okay. So, what'd you do with the kid's birthday party? I I have to say, I just. A lot of people are going to be listening to this, so I, I, should, pro- I should probably temper... You had a terrible time. ...my tone a little bit. You had a terrible time at the party. I didn't enjoy it that much, but you know, it's not for me. It, it isn't no, it's literally... it's a child's birthday party. literally isn't for me. Yeah. So... You know, Listen, you're trying to be nice, but I will, I will say <laughs> children's birthday parties... Are fucking awful. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. <laughs> they they can be for sure. There is there is one caveat, and that is when it's a, a very young child, and the parents don't have any other children, so it's really just a party for the adults that are there because you're, there you're aren't a lot of kids right, there yes. yet. Right. So when when it when it's a party for a, a one year old who doesn't yes. have who does not have siblings. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's just an adult party. Those are those are fine. Yeah, when my eldest nephew turned one, uh, my sister in law threw a champagne brunch. It was a great time. Nice. Well, you're also yeah. you're missing. There's also you're talking about a window of time. But if you guys had kids that you were also bringing to the party, you might enjoy it a little bit more because you're you're kind of getting free babysitting, and then depending on what the adult portion of that party looks like, if everyone's, like, outside grilling and there's, like, alcohol or there's a football game on TV and all the adults are hanging out while the kids are, you know, going crazy and playing their games, well, that, okay. that could be a good time, too. This was, this was an in-between party where that didn't happen at all. Uh, no, this, this was a party that was entirely for kids. I mean, just... Sounds nothing. Good. Nothing going on for the parents. Here's at the all. thing: I I have trouble enjoying myself as an adult when there are screaming kids running around. Hmm. Um, so that's a problem. As I get older, more and more of our peers are having children, so they're showing up at more and more events. And yeah, yeah. I'm finding myself wanting to go to fewer and fewer events. <laughs> yeah, These so things might be related. I don't know. And the worst is when, when the kids are just old enough to open their own presents, and everybody brought a present, and there's there's sixty fucking <laughs> and it presents. takes four hours, and, and the kid hates all of the presents, and is just like throwing shit, like open except something. for one really stupid thing that they opened at the beginning and just keep going back to. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like the packaging for a different toy. Kid just keeps playing with the fucking box, <laughs> <laughs> or a balloon, or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't watch. I, I I don't watch the the gift opening. I will be somewhere else. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. It is tough. All the kids. I mean, the, you know, the kids want to see their friends open the gift they got them. You know, so they, at a certain age, it's unavoidable. You gotta you gotta do the parade of present opening. No, they can do it. I, I you know, Uncle no. Joe's just gonna be in a different part oh, of the yeah. house. Yeah, these things have to happen. Uh, I have fond memories of my own birthdays. Sure. But you don't have to enjoy them as an adult. I, yeah, well, my, my family didn't do, we didn't really do big birthday parties. It was just not really a thing, you know. I don't know about you guys, but I. Yeah, they were like, Mike doesn't have that many friends. Let's just, we'll tell him we're keeping it small this year so he so he doesn't have to think about how few friends he has. I, let's, I had a lot of friends. Tell him we're and poor I, so we don't have to buy him anything or have anyone over. I actually, I just didn't want to have people over, I think, was the, was the thing. And I'm still kind of like that, where I just would yes, just, you are. just rather 
not, you know? <laughs> I don't know. You're very cocoony. It's one of the reasons we worked as roommates. <laughs> cocoony. <laughs> cocoony. That's the name of you the just, episode. <laughs> you just hold yourself up and you're you're content. I am. I yes. I I, I I'm easily entertained uh, by myself. I guess that's part of being an introvert. Sure. Mm. We uh we did parties in in my family. I'd say the last one I remember, like properly with a bunch of kids, was like ten. Yeah. After after that, it was it was just you know family dinners where there would be a, a cake. Yeah. Until, I think like twenty. And then, you know, I started throwing my own parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like parties with lots of people. I, li- I like being around my friends, and I like seeing people that I like and, and you know, being around a bunch of people that I like. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like that, too. Uh, I'd rather there, do that out When there are no children at all involved. <laughs> uh, sure. Well, I would also, I would definitely rather do that out and about than, like, if, I, if I'm doing, like, a barbecue or something at home... I'd rather it's just like a handful of friends versus, you know. You don't want to clean up after everybody else. I've always liked uh, barbecue slash house party the best. I think those are the most fun. They're super fun. If properly executed. Yeah. Did you do parties as a kid, Sean? Uh, yeah, I, I, we had lots of parties. Sorry, I'm, 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 I went, my head went back to our discussion about fucking bears. <laughs> <laughs> Which was more funny? <laughs> did you did, did you fuck bears on your birthday yeah, growing up? Sure. Yeah. Well, we had a tradition in our house where uh, every year when when you turned a year older, you, you had to uh, had to fuck a bear. <laughs> sure. It might you be had to fuck might, an incrementally larger bear. <laughs> it might each seem year. controversial nowadays with all these snowflakes running around here, but but back in my day, we we had to fuck some bears. Did you grow up like? Uh, in in Svalbard or like Alaska, nor- northern <laughs> Svalbard, <Finland>. Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, just just uh, Naperville. <laughs> Sean, you know that Svalbard's a real place, right? I do. I just know that it's nowhere near Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the clue is in the name. <laughs> I was trying to make guess, a joke. Uh, okay. Guess I just didn't get that geography joke. I'm sorry. I guess you you could yeah, you can though see your house uh, or see Russia from Svalbard. You cannot. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. Remember when Svalbard, Alaska? <laughs> yes. Right. Svalbard, Alaska. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Oh Lord. Should we talk about uh, Should we talk about the Democratic primaries? No. <laughs> God no! Are you kidding? Oh, okay. <laughs> How about what do you guys think that we 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 chatted about it briefly today? But there's there's this pulse that's that's emanating from half a billion miles away. And, oh God, it's a lot farther than or, that. I'm sorry, half a billion light years away, and yeah. it's like every 16 days, and there's some sort 12. of a pattern. Well, it's there. It's one to two hours every 12 days, and then it goes four days of silence, and then the pattern starts again. Is what I read, but, yeah, uh, no, and, yeah, and it's been happening and I, since like October of last year or 2018 that they've been listening to it. I don't know. It, it, it's it, you know it's probably some kind of, but it's a high frequency radio wave, right? It, it's it's probably some kind of uh, star, some kind of object, but. Yeah, it could be, if it's aliens, it almost doesn't even matter. Like it, it, we'll never know. Right, unless no. they start, unless we start picking up transmissions that are like, you know, obviously. Hey, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but even if it is, it's there's Hello just there. it's five hundred million <laughs> years ago. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, there's really no hope of ever contacting them. Sure. So, but I mean, I mean, we received their signal. Now we'll send one back in five hundred million years from now. They'll receive it, and then they'll well, respond. I get right, that you're so. saying. I get you're saying that we wouldn't be able to, you know, like establish two way communication. But it would be a 
a fairly not significant unless their event. Not next signal is uh, not unless their next signal is how to set up a like a quantum entanglement <laughs> computer. But what I'm it saying, would be, okay, it would if, be if a we hugely just, significant event. Yes, if if we knew for sure that it was coming from aliens. Well, yeah, but I mean, if it, I, yeah. I don't, sorry, I don't see that happening. But if we got a transmission. And you know, and this this civilization ended up using the exact same kind of technology that we use to transmit information, and we picked it up, and it was like some guy talking. You know, I then it would be a huge, huge discovery, obviously. Yeah. Would uh, anyone really believe it, or do you think everyone would be like, "Oh, it's the fucking government's just like telling us that there's a person"? I don't think that the gov. You could say the government is covering it up, and then. The next day, say the government is manufacturing it. That's a good point. <laughs> but you know, Pick conspiracy theorists. Well, conspiracy yeah. theorists don't take sides. They just want to think everything's bullshit. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that people would believe it. I just, I, I don't have much confidence in in the average person's ability to to comprehend the magnitude of it, you know, or to care. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Well. For one thing, even though that would be beyond huge, we still have to go to work tomorrow. Right. It doesn't mean the world nothing, stops. Nothing actually changes. Is that what we really want, though, right? We Don't we want something that stops the Earth from spinning? Like, don't we want, like, an alien to land because then we feel like we never have to go to work again? Because it's like, well, I was going to come in, but I, I, you I, I, the aliens, you see that? I they landed? <laughs> I think we're all. I think we all want something very interesting to happen. Yes, right. I yeah, do. I, or I like do. A, a horrible I, terrorist attack, or like a, an asteroid, or something. No, God, not a horrible <laughs> terrorist attack. How about how about a, how about a very positive, very oh, interesting right. thing for a change? <laughs> okay, well, I was just throwing things out there. <laughs> Although I, I will say, on particularly bad days, while I'm driving to work, I sometimes just, I sometimes just glance at the horizon. Think about <laughs> to look for a mushroom cloud, and, I, and I'm like, "What if? What if a kaiju just started? Fuck yeah! Stomping around on the just burst out of the ground on the horizon. That would be really interesting. That'd be amazing. And then you, oh, I was look. I, I'm I was gonna come in, uh, but the kaiju. kaiju. <laughs> yeah, I, I I took the rest of the week off. I mean, come on, you can't expect. <laughs> Sorry, boss, I can't do the work thing. Kaiju. <laughs> Yeah, uh, some minor, some minor kaiju <laughs> uh, destroyed our competitor, uh, which is good for business. But uh, I tell I, you, do what, you think but, kaiju would be covered by existing insurance plans? No, <laughs> is that that'd be an act of God? Or uh, I mean, would it? They're, they're they're not gods. It's some kind of animal. An, <laughs> it would not it would not be covered at all by anything. <laughs> There's zero chance that anybody has kaiju insurance. <laughs> well no, not specifically, but you know do, do existing homeowners policies cover animal attacks? I mean homeowners <laughs> policies make a distinction between uh flooding originating from inside the house and flooding originating from outside the house. Sure. They're not going to cover kaiju. So does it specifically say does it specifically say that animal damage caused by extra dimensional creatures isn't covered? Hey, it doesn't have to be extra dimensional. I was just gonna say, what are you talking about? Lovecraftian in nature, right? Sure, sure. It could emerge from the zoological marvel. Come out of the ocean, right? Right. But the more I think about it, I suppose if your policy does cover damage from animal attacks then they'd have to if you, qualify like as if an you animal. Live, like if you live in Alaska, you know, or something where you've where you're concerned about moose like damaging your house. Here, or, or here's your what I'm asking. If I'm fucking a bear and the bear gets loose <laughs> and fucks up my house, is that covered by my insurance? Did you guys hear did you guys hear about Joe? That guy fucks kaijus. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. They, they don't even know that I'm doing it though. <laughs> I'm just, it's a special Jaeger just designed so for fucking kaijus. <laughs> Everyone it's a just giant gets in line with a penis <laughs> on a zip line. They all just zip right into the kaiju's asshole. <laughs> I imagine that's where you fuck it. I, I can't. I can't picture a kaiju having a vagina. You just have to fuck it in the ass. 
<laughs> well, yeah, assuming they have an ass, they might have a cloaca, you know, sort of an all-purpose orifice. Yeah, I, actually, that seems more likely to be. Yeah. Yeah. They you seem, familiar with the cloaca, Sean? I can't say that I am, Joe. They seem kind of fish-like. <laughs> oh, They're emerging from the depths. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's like a combination vagina butthole. Interesting. Did what, what did dinosaurs have? They didn't have, like, dick and balls dangling down low, right? They did not, no. Uh, well... But most most reptiles the, don't they, have big well, dick and balls. Turtles have, <laughs> turtles have, like, really big corkscrew penises. Yeah, but good luck, good luck finding one. It's... They, it has to... They have to extrude it. <laughs> well, what, well, I'm asking, what, do dinosaurs have big corkscrew penises, or, or do they have well, uh, the things you're talking about? I, you know, I, I don't think know. Some of them had penises. I, so ducks have penises, right? But a lot of birds don't. So when you're talking about fertilizing eggs, like physical, actual, outside of the body eggs, penis isn't always uh, necessary. Necessary. I just you know, like, googled. Uh, I just googled dinosaur genitals, and uh, <laughs> it says, and it says dinosaurs by extension probably had a cloaca. Also, uh, yeah. which means a male's genitals would not be visible as he walked along, uh, rather would be hidden in the cloaca, uh, which would be seen as a slit beneath the tail. Most male birds do not have a penis inside their cloaca. Except for uh, ducks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ducks. Duck penis. Google Ooh. duck penis. <laughs> <laughs> Every time the duck tries to fuck its duck penis... <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess we've pretty much 100% bought into the dinosaurs or birds now thing. Even though there were all kinds of dinosaurs, and some of them were more like reptiles, some of them were more like mammals, right? I mean... Well, can't some of the dinosaurs be birds and some of the dinosaurs be reptiles? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, yes. All right. But why does it have to... It seems like it always has to be one or the other. It's got to be, oh, they know they're birds. Oh, no, they're well, reptiles. Humans love a dichotomy. They love an either-or. Everything's got to be locked into one side. But some dinosaurs, like uh, like sauropods? Is that uh, like a brachiosaurus, right? Sauropod? They were, they're kind of more like mammals, right? I mean, they're like, they had like leathery skin and shit. Like, they weren't really... Reptile. Right, I already rang the bell, so they weren't anything like they weren't anything what? like birds. I mean, all right, moving Look, on. I I'm too, sorry. I too want to continue this talk about dinosaur genitals, but Joe said he rang the bell, so and I did. Joe, where is my commercial in the lineup today? Uh, you're running the game, right? You haven't written yeah. it yet, have you? No, no, <laughs> I have. Yes. <laughs> uh, you will be doing it. Second. All right. This week, uh, for our segment, uh, we're going to me, and I have a couple conversation segments, smaller segments, so there's two of them. The first is about entertainment, and the other is about life. Sean, what are these segments brought to us by? First, he shrunk the kids. Uh Honey, I shrunk the kids. Then, he blew up the kids. Uh, honey, I blew up the kids. Then, they shrunk themselves. Uh, honey, we shrunk ourselves. And now, oh no. Sweetie, what is it? What's wrong? Honey, I medium-sized the kids. <laughs> what? Look at him! Don't you see the the medium-sized? Yeah, I. Um, they look exactly the same. I know. God, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, honey. Oh God. Honey, I medium-sized the kids. Now play <laughs> right here so on dumb. this podcast. That, that was it. That was the movie. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, uh, first up, our segment uh, about entertainment is a follow-up to last week's show. 
Sean, I told you that uh, over the weekend I would watch the movie Angry Birds. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, you did? <laughs> Sunday I watched Angry Birds. Yes. I want to hear your review. Yeah, okay. Um, so I have a question first. Okay. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that. I don't I like the seen start this of this movie, by the way. I want to point that out. I have not. I have still not seen it. And and Mike, I'm going to tell you, you're good. Oh, uh, just <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing, man. I I will say I will say to be just completely honest that there was one point in the movie that legitimately made me laugh, and it was <laughs> smack dab in the middle. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> it was the dream sequences. Where uh, Chuck and Bum are dreaming about the eagle. Okay. About meeting him. And it's like slightly homoerotic. <laughs> All right. And then immediately after, they find out that the water they've been drinking and bathing in in the Spring of Wisdom, the eagle pisses into every morning. <laughs> uh, both of those moments legitimately made me laugh. But the rest of that movie was okay. It was, it was a movie. It, it had a plot. And I saw it. I saw all of it. Mm. All right. Well, you know what? The fact that you're saying that it was okay and that you're not, like, saying that it's garbage and shitting all over it. No, I didn't. I didn't. Honestly, I didn't hate it, but I would not say that it was good. So so if you're sitting on a a seesaw and tilting tilting to one side is... We're going to go back to your uh, people-like dichotomies. Tilting to one side, it's a bad movie. To another side, it's a good movie. You think it's a bad movie? No, it's perfectly level. Ugh. The seesaw is magically balanced. That's not how seesaws work. <laughs> it is if no one's on them, and I left because I didn't want to watch the movie. I've never seen a seesaw with nobody on that's perfectly balanced. <laughs> <laughs> that's bullshit. You know, on a, on a scale, that's, on a, a, scale, that's a shitty seesaw if it's not perfectly yeah, balanced. I think, true. I think that a 5 out of 10 from Joe is like an 8 out of 10 for somebody else. I have no, a question. Do you know though. what a five out of ten is for me? It's a five because <laughs> I give. If something is okay, I recognize it as okay. People treat anything like less than a six or seven as bad. That's not what that means. Mm. And my scale doesn't go from one to ten. It goes from <sighs> negative five to five. I just I think it's <laughs> because when something's bad, I want to be able to give it a negative number. And this fair, movie fair is enough. a zero. Oh no, <laughs> no. There's just there's some genuine comedy in the movie. There, there's, uh, well, there's I think some that funny shit in there. I think that you you're subjected to so many things that are not interesting at all. <laughs> yes. What are you talking then, about? No, when you when you have kids, like there's just so many things that are just super dumb that you have to watch, and then and then when you watch something that's actually a little bit interesting. <laughs> it's, uh, I watched I watched Angry Birds and a sequel without Rose. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I was not subjected to anything. Oh, you guys well, don't watch. See, you, this is your problem. You guys don't watch. You think you're too good for quote unquote kids movies like Kung Fu Panda and How to Train I think Your I'm Dragon, not a kid. which are really good quality no, actually, movies. Uh, I actually did watch Kung Fu Panda. That's pretty funny. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, so there's some really good quote unquote kids movies out there. And I think you guys are like, oh, well, I don't have kids, so I'm not going to watch this. Oh, no, right, no, there's, no. There's, I, there's, I, okay, first of all, we'll get to that in one second, Sean. But, Mike, you realize there's only one way to settle this now. This weekend, you have to watch the movie Angry Birds. <laughs> and then on next week's show, you have to give your review. All right. And then we'll find out which one of us is right. <laughs> I, I, I will do that. I, I happen to like a lot of animated uh, movies and shows. I, I have no I problem like with it. I like a lot of animated stuff, yeah, too. it has nothing to do with whether or not I have kids. What I'm saying to you, Sean, is that when you're raising children, uh, you often... You have, they, you they, have they to sit, watch a lot of shit they when they're They sit in front around. of the TV, that, and, and shit is playing that is just garbage, like, most of the time. It's just uh, it's the most boring 
imaginable. So when you can tolerate something that's okay for them, it has to look magical. Yeah, but you're like you're, if you're wearing shoes that are too tight and you take them off, your feet feel amazing. You're suggesting that I've conditioned myself to have shitty taste because I had yes. kids. That's ridiculous. Correct. <laughs> no, that's no, so no, ridiculous. I, uh, that's not what I'm saying. Not you. Sp- that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I'm not saying about just about you. I'm saying it about all parents. I guess I, I guess I am a little I am a little surprised that you watched the Angry Birds movie on your of own. your own volition. Yeah, no, I, that is interesting to me. I, do you know Do you know why I watched it? I watched it because there is a podcast called Kill Screen Cinema with my uh, my good buddies Kent Carney, Lauren Klein, and Craig Williams uh, on the Destination Network. They they have been doing this podcast for years now. And their podcast reviews video game movies, and they have a guest star sometimes, Mm -hmm. and they asked me if I wanted to be on the Angry Birds episode, and I said, sure, so I watched the movie. But the second movie, I I watched totally on my own. Uh, They also had me back on their podcast for that one, but I I wanted to watch the second one. So you're now their Angry Birds correspondent. Correct. What a what a that's a bunch of title for you to have. It's a bunch of adults, and and I'll tell you what, they none of them have kids. They just watch movies because they're uh, they're video game movies. Well, they have a podcast okay. that where they do that. Yeah. yeah, I I will not watch a movie of my own volition if it has anything lower than a seven on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Well, I will. Well, here's what's interesting. I, I hate to say it because it's it's really kind of shitty, but it's true. I won't do it. I I often do because well, not of my own volition, but I often do watch the movies because. Other people are interested in watching them, and I'm there. Uh, but I, I will not make an effort to watch a movie that that uh, looks like it's going to suck. So I just, with the, I, with the exception of with the exception of Star Wars movies, <laughs> I, sure, all the time, anytime, I'll watch those. But usually before they even have a rating. So I googled the Angry Birds movie, and this kind of almost lends itself to Joe's rating in a way. It's got, on IMDb, it's got 6.3 out of 10. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 43%. But then it says 88% of Google users liked this movie. I usually do. I prefer the audience rating to Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes review system is really it's stupid it's an aggregator that that aggregates in a really dumb way don't listen to critics ever ever i i I don't listen to individual critics but i do look at overall like metacritic i look at the overall review Mm. score for something uh but but then i value i i weigh the user score a lot heavier than the critical score sure Uh, which is why i look at imdb uh Usually, if if it's something I'm on the fence about, um, I'll look at IMDb. But Rotten Tomatoes system is so dumb. It, a movie could a movie could be fresh and have eighty percent positive reviews that are all six out of ten. True, which is ridiculous. That does not make it a good movie. <laughs> it's like the Electoral College of movie ratings. It is kind of yes. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's like, uh, oh, you get better than 50%, therefore you get all the delegates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's Rotten Tomatoes. My system for determining whether or not I'm going to watch a movie is very simple. Uh, I read the you know paragraph synopsis, and then I say, oh, that sounds interesting, or that sounds dumb as fuck, and that's it. Yeah, but that just that could be really good marketing, you know. Well, I don't read. I don't necessarily read the one put out by the company. I like to read the the user synopses too on like IMDb. They'll have you know yeah. their own versions of in a world. So and, and those aren't those aren't paid. So yeah, no, I I, yeah. I like to look at those too. I. I used to just go fucking see movies all the time. I mean, I, I would do it every week. I'd see a movie. That really gets in the way of cocooning, though. Yeah, no, mm. I, I just don't do it anymore. Yeah. Now it's got to be something I just ha- absolutely have to see, like, immediately for me to go to the theater. Yeah, I, I pretty much leave home for uh, Star Wars or DC Comics, and that's about it. Yeah, I'd say it's about the same for me. Uh, not... 
specifically DC Comics, but Star right. Wars for sure, and then case-by-case sure. case basis. Yeah, we leave for the things that are in our wheelhouses. Well, I leave my house for the things that are going to be a different experience than watching it at home. So if they're, I mean, like, I want to go see 1917 in a theater for sure, because I, I just a big war movie, a big loud spectacle film, or, you know, something that is supposed to be big and loud, I want to see that on the biggest, loudest way possible. Yeah. I just, I couldn't yeah, care less it about doesn't, that. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't have spaceships or lasers or superpowers. <laughs> the media, <laughs> I, I actually do, I want to see that movie. I won't see it in the theater, but... Uh, I will never see that movie. The only, the only reason that I go to the theater is to see something as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And I, I do yeah. it, I, you know, because I don't pirate anything. You guys know this. So I, if it's something that I have to see, and it's and it just came out, I'm going to go see it in the theater. Uh, For legal reasons, I'm going to say no one on this show pirates <laughs> anything ever. That's well, right, Joe. I'm has. not saying I was that you. I'm suggesting that you guys ever did, but I personally okay. uh, don't. And so if I have to see something right away, I go to the theater. But it's not because it's it's something that is better on a big screen. It's just because I have to see it now. I agree with you, Mike. Uh, you know, I after watching uh, the very mediocre Angry Birds movie, <laughs> I went to the theaters so that I could watch Birds of Prey. Oh, how was that? Oh my God! Wait, you had an Angry Birds Birds of Prey double feature this weekend? <laughs> I did. It was all birds. Interesting. Guess what I wore on my feet? I would say oh, that birds, birds, yes. birds of prey are often angry. So. Well, Huntress is always angry for sure. Yeah, I was just going uh, more for Birds of Prey. Like in- the movie was good. It was a little, you know, it was a little crazy. They jump around uh, in time a lot, but it kind of makes sense because the that movie trend. is narrated by Harley Quinn. Right. Uh, so if an insane person is narrating a story, I shouldn't expect that story to be linear. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I've heard, yeah. I've heard some good things about that. I, I think I think the nomenclature is flawed. Uh, because the movie really just is the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, and then in the last 20 minutes, the Birds of Prey are there. Fair mm. enough. Yeah. Kind of like the Joker movie, where there's only the Joker for the last 20 minutes. It's looking more and more like they're going to do a sequel to that, where you're going to have a Joker the whole movie. Yeah. And uh, I, I will watch it. Opening weekend, I guarantee it. Even though I... I was opposed to, and still am opposed to, giving the Joker a backstory. Yeah, but they did in the 89 Batman. They, they did. did. Yeah. It was not a long backstory, but, you know, they established it pretty quickly, but... Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my biggest gripe about that Joker, is you, you know how he became the Joker. It sort of takes away some of his power. Yeah, I agree. I... I prefer a Joker that's just it just came out of nowhere, just enigmatic, like a force of nature type Joker. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, that, you know, for comic book fans, yeah, I I do take issue with that aspect of the killing joke as well. But at the end of the book, he does say that he's not sure whether or not those memories are real. I like that. So yeah. that's a that's a pretty good, you know, hand waving. Eh, maybe this isn't what happened. It's interesting to me that. The Nolan Joker had no backstory, and yet that, that was the best thing about it. And that universe, though, was more conducive to having one to me. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I mean, they explained the origins of almost everybody else. And right. Joker kept trying to explain his backstory. Well, I mean, obviously, multiple times. Yeah, which <laughs> which is in the way that he should, which is it always changes. <laughs> right, and never, he was constantly interrupted too. Never true, obviously. <laughs> You don't um, think any one of those was true, huh? Well, there were only two given, if I remember. Oh, I thought he did three. I mean, if if he's the Joker that exists in my mind and heart, uh, he wouldn't know the true yeah. story. Okay. It could be. It might not. Yeah. Probably not. But he wouldn't know either way. Yeah, but apparently Joaquin Phoenix killed it, so... I, I still haven't seen it. I feel really bad about that. I haven't seen I, it. I really do want to see it. I'm going to see it. To no one's surprise, I, I have seen it. Clearly. I watched um, clips of it on YouTube. Oh, that's just as good. 
Dumbass. <laughs> Dumbass? What the hell? I'm uh, just lashing out. I know. Just let us love you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we want to love well, you. Why can't you let us love you, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got we got we got to move on. We're going to the game for this week. Wahoo! Uh, Sean, what do you have for us? Well, um, once upon a time, actually, it was the the last time that I had a game segment. I worked long and hard on putting together a, a little something called Polyjuice Trivia, and uh, and and the game was cut was cut short. It was cut very short. And I vowed to you. And that's the time we have for this <laughs> that week. That can't be the last Joe time we had a game, is it? No way. No, it wasn't. But uh, I did. I got very angry, and I vowed to you two that every game segment from now on was going to be Polyjuice trivia. So you did get very angry, about as angry and butthurt as you get when you're <laughs> losing someone else's game. <laughs> I'm very competitive. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're doing more of that. We're gonna, we're gonna do more more Polyjuice trivia. All right. Uh, Explain the rules for the listeners. I've, I've tweaked the rules uh, after receiving some feedback from you two. Uh, mainly, I call it criticism. Mainly that the game was way too long. <laughs> um, yeah. so, so here's how it's going to work. I have seven, seven TV theme songs, lyrics to TV theme songs. Uh, and I'm going to go down the line, one through seven. I have a wheel that I created on wheeldecide.com. With uh, over 35 different celebrity voices. Some I've perfected, some I've never tried before. And what's going to happen is uh, we're going to go down the line one through seven, and I'm going to spin the wheel, and uh, you two are going to have a chance to buzz in. Whoever buzzes in first has the opportunity to earn two points. One, to guess the show that the TV theme uh, is for, and the second point would be to guess the voice that is being used to sing the song. So, before we start this game, uh, what, what is this edition of Polyjuice Trivia brought to us by? Choosing the right daycare provider for your child can be a real challenge, and it can put quite a strain on the budget. Here at Edward H. Diggins Child Care, we make it easy. Edward H. Diggins was a man with a vision, a philanthropist by trade, which is code for super rich, Diggins made it his life's goal to find solutions for parents unable to find time to provide round-the-clock care for their children. And that's why here at Edward H. Diggins, we don't charge a penny for our services. How do we accomplish this? Well, for starters, Edward H. Diggins is a private donor-funded nonprofit organization. This gives us the flexibility to meet the demands of parents and their children without concern for cost. But most importantly, we accomplish it through our unique business model. We get one or both parents irrevocably terminated from their careers <laughs> so they can actually spend time with the child they decided to have. That's right, we laboriously orchestrate and carry out elaborate cinema quality schemes designed to frame parents for poor performance or HR violations guaranteed to result in termination so that children can have real parents. <laughs> <laughs> Call Edward H. Diggins today. He was murdered by cowboys in 1902, so it's the least you can do to honor his illustrious memory. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, thanks, Mike. Uh, <laughs> do we? I, I don't think either one of you. Sorry, I got to log oh, in. There we I go. Okay. Log in here to I, uh, buzz in. Yes. Yes. I've got uh, I've got Joe, who I believe will be going by the name Slump Bumpkin. Yes, I can only I can only imagine that's some sort of a sex term. It involves a bear. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I've got Mike, who is going under the name Schnubins, which is it, which which is the sound of Kevin Smith coming. I think <laughs> it's very similar. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and start with uh, number one. Which implies that I've heard it. <laughs> Once again, uh, you're going to buzz in if you think you can name the TV show that the theme song goes to, as well as the celebrity impression 
uh, that I am attempting. So let's go ahead and spin so the wheel. So we, uh, we have to get both in order to get well, you any get, credit? You get one point for each. Um, okay. So, yeah, we'll be we'll be tallying that way. If you can't come up with the voice uh, after, you know, about five seconds, we'll throw it to the other person. We'll have a chance to steal. Gotcha. Here, here goes right. the first wheel spin. I'm sorry. That's all the time we have for this week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're spinning around. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> uh, just sit right back. You, you hear it? Oh, that was fast. All right, that was. We've got uh, uh, Slump Bumpkin, it looks like. Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I thought I absolutely had that. No, we've got no, uh, he, Slump he Bumpkin. He kept going after I rang in. <laughs> Slump Bumpkin, uh, what do you got for me? I believe the voice was Sylvester Stallone. That is correct. And the... And the theme is Gilligan's Island. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Joe. God damn it. Joe sweeps the category, uh, getting both correct. Joe is definitely going to do well at this. He's much better at the theme song than the <laughs> I, I believe. True. I believe. All right, well, let's see. As we move on to uh, number two here, let me just go ahead and give the wheel a spin. Oh, no. All right, number two. Don't worry, Mike. I'm going to add some sound effects in post. Yeah, that sort of shit. Well, well, we're moving on up to the east side. to Oh, wow. Okay, let's see. Slump Bumpkin again. Yeah, buddy. I, ah, Jesus Christ. What do you got, Slump? I believe that was Robin Williams. It was an attempt. Yeah. It was an intense. I was going to guess Robin Williams too. So apparently, you did uh, you did well. And what was that? And you? the theme song is the Jeffersons. <laughs> that is correct. That is the theme to the Jeffersons. Well done, Joe. Crushing it with four. Uh, Mike, zero. Zero for Mike. <laughs> Feeling right. real good about all that time I spent watching Nick at night. <clears throat> we move now. To uh, number three, let's give the old wheel a spin. Okay, number three. You guys are getting some easy ones here, I think. <clears throat> number three. The creepy and the kooky. God damn it. Slump bumpkin. <sighs> Christopher Walken and the Munsters. No, damn it! Oh, uh, well you get the Adams, the Adams family. <laughs> That's Mike's first point. Joe gets one for the voice. Mike swooped <sighs> in there. After... I knew as soon as I said it was the Adams family, because <laughs> there are no words God, to the Munsters. God damn it! Next time, I'm just gonna buzz in right when I know the voice. I'm just gonna get all the voice points. <laughs> that is one uh, one strategy. Okay, so. This one, we get a little bit tougher in the later rounds here. This is going to be round number four. Let me just go ahead and make sure I've got the buzzers reset. Okay. And we're going to go to the wheel. Here we go. (laughs) All right. So open up your morning light and say a little prayer for (laughs) schnoobins. Well, it's Harrison Ford. All right. Was it? (laughs) Yeah, it was Harrison Ford. Mike gets that point. Do we know? I was getting Nick Nolte vibes. (laughs) Well, I don't fucking know what show it was. I just I just buzzed in because I knew it was Harrison Ford. So if Joe does not know, then I'll continue with the lyrics, and you guys can buzz in again. I can't. That's not no, not Mike. (laughs) All right, let's let's. I would need more song to guess the theme. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. God damn it. (laughs) I want to know right now. What will it be? I I don't (laughs) want to wait. I heard Harrison that time, and it's also Dawson's Creek. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. Joe gets... That was was like an Air Force (laughs) One Harrison Ford that time. Like I said, some of these voices are better than others. <laughs> uh, we're going to go now to round number five. The current score, Joe six, Mike two. Round number five, we spin Zaville. Here we go. Zaville spinning. Number five. 
come and listen to a story about a man named Jed. We've got Slump Bumpkin. I believe you're attempting Billy D. Williams there. <laughs> That's correct. Wow, it sounded Russian to me. <laughs> I, I was very It had a little bit of that. a Russian, yeah. And that's the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> that's correct. Poor mountaineer. Barely kept his family fed. Why does that sound Russian one to day, me right he now? Was, <laughs> he was shooting at some food. <laughs> Wind up. Up from ground come bubbling crude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's Lando. <laughs> that's the Lando I remember. All right. <laughs> We are done with number five. We go now to the penultimate. Number six. Penultimate. penultimate. That's what I... Here's the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. I like the sound of that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> give us give us any chance. We'll take it. <laughs> Such a quick buzz. There's no way you got it. Schnubens. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> he beat me. I thought I rang in so quickly. <laughs> no, Schnupens. First of all, it's it's Wado. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Oh. Well, it's uh, it's uh, Laverne and Shirley. That is correct. It is Laverne and Shirley. That's not Wado. <laughs> <laughs> So I get to take a guess at the na- at the uh, right. voice, yes? Yes. Is it Bobcat Goldthwait? No. Damn it. <laughs> Let's see. I'll, I'll get you Oh, thank God. Yeah. And we'll do it our way. Yes, our way, fool. I pity the fool who does it our way. No, this is terrible. <laughs> this I, is... I get it. Now that you said I pity the fool, yeah. well, I get it. Both of you are you out, can I file can... this one away with Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> Joe, Joe doesn't like my Tony Shalhoub. Wait, hang on, I can't spoil it. He's still on the wheel. <laughs> Man, I really, uh, really needed that one part. That's good. Well, now we do have one more round left. And you know, just just so we're like all on the same page. I mean, let's face it, Mr. T and Bobcat Goldthwait sound exactly the same. When you get down to it. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never seen them both in the same room at the same time. No one has. <laughs> All right. So, uh, actually, in the 80s, there's probably like a billion pictures of those two together in the same room. <laughs> um, we go to round number seven. Um, the current score, Joe 8, Mike 3. And <laughs> uh, this last round... It's anyone's game. Uh, well, this last round... Seven points. Uh, three, three points each. Three for the for the saw or for the show, and three for the voice. Arbitrarily, <laughs> arbitrarily. <laughs> so I've reset. Just so Mike has a chance to defeat me <laughs> unjustly. <laughs> reset the buzzers. Here we go. Wheel is spinning. Ooh, oh, all right. Mm, okay. Mm. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Tossed salad. I've got ah. Slump Bumpkin. The show is Frasier. <laughs> it is. The voice. <laughs> I could not tell you at all who that voice is supposed to be. Mm, the voice is... Um, Dosh selling I, scrambled eggs. Uh, We're calling again. <laughs> Wait, no, I heard something there. Something, you had an inflection that sort of... You can't keep... Get, he's, he's already won the game. Rattled Just something. let him lose this bit. Uh, is it Tom Brokaw? <laughs> no, no, I'm oh. sorry. It was, it was Walter Matthau. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so, of course it was. Sure. Famous 2020 T- relevant celebrity Walter Matthau. <laughs> <laughs> well... Tom Broca, I always I always think of that SNL sketch with Dana Carvey. <laughs> yes. He's like, where he has to record every single possible news story before he goes on vacation. Uh, that is uh, that has been this this uh, TV theme song edition of Polyjuice Trivia with the score of eleven to three. Joe uh, treats Mike like one of his bears and just fucks him <laughs> to death in this game. <laughs> I didn't know he was killing the bears. That that's that is hard. I, I didn't realize wow. I was either. Anyway, that's our episode. <laughs> Those poor bears. And with a score of one, each of you 
is tied for this week's loser. Ooh. Woo-hoo. I'm the I winner. I can't believe that uh, I can't believe I didn't lose that. I felt like I lost that. The real losers were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> uh, and that's our show for this week. I have been and shall continue to be Joe Margle. I'm Sean Keller, and I don't fuck bears. I'm Mike Pareto, and I'm bear curious. <laughs> <laughs> have a good week. A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? Little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here and there is often very necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom and you could be jolly. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men.